pandulcis. Pandulcis? We've had it several times in Surah. Don't y'all remember? With me? I still can't get over that you got pandulcis, but not charcuterie. Uh, look, see? Pandulcis. Oh. I thought it was French toast. That's what I call it. That's because Diedrich's friend French made it. Diedrich has friends? I'm Diedrich's friend. Yeah, I thought he had just the one. Or maybe that devil lawyer that wanted my fiddle? <laughs> no, no. I do have friends. Useless, really. I don't know if I'd call Quintus a friend. More like a, a reluctant acquaintance. Yes, yes. Fine enough indeed, I suppose. Unfortunate, really. Such potential wasted. Oh, Diedrich. I didn't think you were coming. Oh, you're here. Ah, yes, yes. Quintus said you were on another weird food mission. What he sees in those doughy eyes. Rather like a lamb for slaughter, really. Um, I'm right here, Diedrich. It's nothing against him, really. It's just his romantic entanglements leave a lot to be desired. Like moldy bread, you have to throw out the whole loaf. A shame, really. Rather agreeable fellow. Is that French's toast? Again, right here. Ignore him. I think we fought with French while stationed in the Gwellian Swampland. Right, Dietrich? Actually, I think he was on KP duty a lot, if I recall. No, oh, yes, quite right. <laughs> Rather peculiar, that Atticus French. He liked eggs, sugar, and bread, and decided to mash them all up like some sort of flesh golem. Um, too sweet for my taste. Or not sweet enough. Or perhaps just right. Did I like it? Oh, no matter. Where were we? French toast. Anyway, it's easy to make, and Q said that the adventurers will be together for breakfast. Who gets up that early for adventure? Soldiers, clerics of the sun god, your tabaxi friend, Seven. Just waking up for six seconds at 2 a.m. to knock down a glass of water that's like a hundred feet away from you and go back to sleep really count? Wait, what happened? Oh, Val, you know that was really your fault for leaving the glass half full right above your head. You're like tempting fate at that point. You know that he likes to practice dashing in his sleep. Six seconds? That sounds so fast. Also, Val, if you think about it, when we're eating the breakfast, it doesn't have to be at breakfast time. In fact, this dish is so sweet, it's more like a dessert of sorts. We're seriously ignoring the tabaxi thing. Okay, I do like French toast. Walk us through it. Why are you all ignoring me? You did hardly defend her, as I called her moldy bread. Do you have no respect for your woman? Seriously, Quintus, you should know better. She deserves your respect. She's quite the catch. Well, like an old moldy boot. Anyways, so this recipe is doubled since I'm making it for all of us and Portia's aunt and uncle. So it's going to be two eggs, two teaspoons of vanilla extract, one teaspoon of cinnamon, and half a cup of milk and eight slices of bread. You'll put it all together in a big bowl, starting with the whisked eggs, the vanilla, the cinnamon, then adding the milk. Once that concoction's all together, you'll dip the bread and make sure that both sides are well coated. We'll put it in a skillet or a griddle, letting it toast on one side, then flipping another to make sure it's brown. And covered in treant's blood. Oh. Or was it sprig's blood? Mm, some kind of blood. Mm, a lot of people like to use maple syrup. Is that what you mean? Eh, whatever. <laughs> Funny thing, maple syrup, actually. Really, the, the devils of Dis love the stuff. Can't get enough. It's actually banned by Dispatol. 
it's too sweet, unbefitting of the prison or some nonsense. Uh, he's got a reputation for oppression, I suppose, and <laughs> what's oppressive about maple syrup? Oppressively sweet, perhaps. <laughs> yes, rather humorous thought. Uh, anyway, you can summon any devil from there, then offer it syrup, and they agree. The fools. <laughs> Certainly beats offering your soul, at the very least. By the gods, Dietrich, you're not offering your soul to devils, are you? Ah, what is a soul? It's there because the devils want it, but can it be observed? Some say through art, never had the stomach full of stuff, so fluid over to interpretation. Useless stuff, really. Where were we? Ah, yes, <laughs> worry not, old friend. The best part of bureaucracy is the inefficiency. They never seem to know that it's already spoken for. Purely for my benefit, really. I've offered my soul to so many devils, arts fiends, and would-be gods that they'll be spending the next epoch dealing with the paperwork. Meanwhile, I get to summon as many devils to do my dirty work as possible. Ha! <laughs> and they only get my soul if I die. It's not really my intention, good boy. It's not my intention at all. No wonder we had such a good lawyer. That's all a well and good. That bread is already looking a bit dark. My servants would never. Oh, that's because it's whole grain bread. I figured we could use the extra boost. Why does that matter? Well, with whole grain bread, we have more nutrients and fiber, and it helps you digest better, unless you have any issues with gluten. Some of the more scholarly clerics say that it's good for your heart, too. Well, then Val needs seconds. My heart beats the way the Raven Queen intended. Ha <laughs> oh, Raven Queen. Actually, you know, if she could do it, I wonder. Val, a word, my good man. You're always my favorite, you know. Not as dense and foolhardy as some. I have some questions about your lovely mortal-turned-divine goddess. Truly my favorite deity. Not that I really care for any of them. I'd do a much better job of running things. Where were we? Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> the Raven Queen, please. Come here. T tell me some more. Well, everyone can have as much French toast as they need. Just don't shovel it in. Let your stomach tell you when you're full. Here, I even chopped up some fruit, too. Well, let's find out how they end up meeting. At the break of dawn, Varys and Brennan arrive at the house of Ignatius and Eleanor. Portia meets them at the front door. Morning. I wanted to stop y'all before breakfast. I think we should ease Uncle Iggy and Aunt Ellie into the whole extortion revelation situation of last night. Uh, they're older humans and they love to hear a good story, so don't spare any details. Why don't we focus on how we met and details like that first? They love visiting with travelers too, so I'm sure they'd love to hear about your previous endeavors and your lovely dust lady and the, her foe, the bumpy god Brennan. The Dusk Mother. Yeah, yes, yes, sorry. Um, we don't really hear about those other two gods back at home in Sura. Portia pushes past Varys and Brennan along to the breakfast nook to find a table set for five. Uncle Iggy and Eleanor sit at the table, reading letters as the servants place French toast on the plate. Aunt Ellie, they made it. Thank you so much for letting me invite my new friends. Oh, we're always delighted to see adventurers and hear their tales. <laughs> Usually we have to leave the house to hear stories. Sit, boys. Tell us about how you all met and what you've been up to. Um, yes. Well, upon arriving at the city, I uh, sought out an envoy from the Scalekeep Empire. A particular man by the name of Vederici Grazos that I have met before. Oh, you know Vederici? Uh, quite. He has stayed with my order at the Evening's Roost Monastery on several occasions. You're from a monastery, eh? Is that where you live? Is it here in Haven Range? 
Um, yes, no, and no. Uh, I have not lived in the monastery for some time. Uh, it is some ways away. I am in the order of the Dusk Mother, Zorpak. I serve as a traveling saint, wandering the kingdom in defense of those who are defenseless, aiding all who need help. We are also the Lady of Light's foremost defense against the forces of the Dreadfather, Havelock, along with the Ordegard and the Grey Mages, championed by Etherok, of course. Oh, yes. We tend to give more allegiance to Etherok than Sura, but everyone knows of the eternal battle of souls between Havelock and Zorpok. Well, anyone who paid attention to their tutor for more than a few seconds? At this, Uncle Iggy casts a knowing look at Portia, who's barely paying attention. Oh, uh, yes, Uncle? Oh, nothing, dearie, just looking at you. Brother Brennan, go on. You arrived at the city to meet with Vederici? Uh, yes. He had some information about a man of passing interest to me. A very dangerous man, whom I was once acquainted. He gave me some troubling news, though you need not worry. Uh, we struck a deal. He would keep an eye on this individual if I would help him, uh, or if I would go and help Alliston Garrick. The mob boss. Ah, uh, well, I suspected as much, but yes, not knowing that at the time, I obviously went just to the Two Doors Tavern to try and find some adventurers to aid me. You see, my order often encourages traveling companions. Great saints have often been surrounded by equally great heroes of old. We are humble and prudent enough to know the limits of our talents and the need of others. Yes, very good, but how did you come to recruit these two? Uh, yes, uh, I was getting there, Elder. I went to the Two Doors Tavern and sat down towards the back. I wanted to have a good vantage point of anyone coming in and was rather dead that day. Uh, eventually I saw that Varys entered. Uh, Varys and I had fought together at the Battle of Hammer Hill, so I knew he was made of tougher stuff, and by the time I finished explaining my needs, uh, Portia had entered. I knew that Surins were well known for their combat prowess, so I asked for her aid as well. Now, of course, that tavern was truly the strangest place I have ever met, so not to, not dwell there. We'll, we'll kind of move on. Uh, so next we well, had... Uh, uh, you're going to leave out the whole thing about the tavern? Uncle, that will not do. We have to tell you what happened there. You've been there, right? <laughs> A time or two. Tell me about it, dearie. Well, last night's event was locals versus out-of-towners, so we ended up pitted against three local dwarfs. The barkeep... Ardric Stoutale? Correct. Made the bar disappear through the ground, but I guess you already knew it. That's how it goes. He put a ball between us and just yelled, Go! And Brennan threw the table down between us and the doors. I don't think he knew what was going on, Uncle. And then we were off. Varys dodged and then missed. I dodged and then missed. And then Varys got one of the dwarf ladies out. Then immediate, they immediately got Brennan out while he was congratulating his peer. Um, they were there neck and neck. And then I got the other Delph lady out, and at the end of the game, I caught the ball. And then the next round for the, was the drinking contest, which I won um, against the more bearded dwarf. The prettier one. Yes, yes. And the last game was arm wrestling, and I won that against the man. Oh, and how did you come to this tavern? Well, um, I mean, you, you sent me there, Uncle. Y yes, dear, I know how you came there. I was talking to your new friend. Oh. Well... I came to town to meet an old friend, Lucien Sanado, curator of Avonrid City Library and Museum. I told him I was interested in pursuing a new career of adventuring, so he sent me to the Two Doors Tavern, and would you believe it, I ran into Brother Brennan. Fascinating. So what next? 
Well, after the fiasco at the tavern, we went down to the south docks outside the city. Uh, there we sought out this Alliston, and we wound it up at the Wounded Rogue Tavern. Did you try the soup? I hear it is soup. <laughs> uh, yes, I unfortunately did, and was immediately sick. Uh, anyway, after complimenting the chef, so to speak, he opened a secret passage down into the lower basement tavern. Here, as I recovered from my affliction, uh, Portia found Alliston. Eventually she came back and, and, and collected us, and uh, we went to talk to him. Uh, and he told us that he, what I thought, was likely wanted us to extort some merchants on his behalf. I am personally opposed, and our goal is to talk to these merchants, find out what is really going on, and truthfully, I must talk to Sir Grazos. It is seemingly out of character for him to thrust a man of the cloth, such as myself, into such a moral predicament. And honestly, uh, one of those merchants was you, and I was hoping that you could clue us in to what is going on. Please follow us on Instagram or Twitter at RDNDudes. If you would like to sponsor equipment upgrades, we have a Patreon at RDND. Special thanks to Bryce for our mic, and B and Gigi, and Anthony for additional contributions to the show. Farewell and dine well, dudes.